Facebook is cracking down on controversial far-right figures, banning users like Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, and Laura Loomer. The company said these people have violated Facebook's policies on hate speech and promoting violence. They'll also be banned from Instagram. Today, I'm chatting with Bloomberg Technology reporter Kurt Wagner. Kurt, thanks for joining me. Yeah, my pleasure. So Facebook has been accused of suppressing conservative voices. How does that play into this? I'm sure it will create a lot of uh, animosity online, especially for people who follow uh, all the people who have been banned and who kind of feel like this will be Facebook taking it a step too far. But, you know, there's also been a lot of people who think this is long overdue, right, and that these people should have been banned uh, months, if not years ago. And so that is just kind of the, the line Facebook has to walk all the time when it makes these decisions, which is how can we let people, you know, continue to have free speech but not violate these policies we put in place. Right. And this this isn't Alex Jones' first time being kicked off the platform. So how is this time different? So he has been uh, he was suspended last fall, I believe, in August. And then the Infowars and the Alex Jones fan pages, kind of the more formal um, uh, pages, were actually banned um, last fall as well. But his personal account, while it was suspended temporarily, has been allowed to stay on, including on Instagram. What they're doing today is they're actually saying you can't even have a personal account on Facebook and Instagram. Nevertheless, uh, the fact that you couldn't have these fan pages, now you can't even operate as, a, as an individual user. And do you think that this move makes what's acceptable clearer or more blurry? Well, I think it shows that um, Facebook is, is willing to you know, take a pretty bold stand because these are not just you know, your average Facebook user. These are people with hundreds of thousands and millions of followers. They have large audiences. Uh, so Facebook is sitting here and, and knowing that it's probably going to get a lot of pushback on this. And so I think in some ways it's, it's a good stand by the company to say, hey, a lot of this stuff is not allowed and we are going to enforce it even if it means, you know, kicking off a, a very prominent person. Um, so I, at the end of the day, I think it's probably the, the right move, even though they will get backlash. Uh, you know, we've seen Twitter already do this. It got a lot of backlash and, and has since survived and people move on. So I think Facebook will be in the same camp. And do you think that now that Facebook is banning certain voices on the far right, would there be a world in which they ban voices on the far left as well? Yeah, I mean, they are uh, banning Louis Farrakhan, who is, you know, he's, he's been anti-Semitic, but he is uh, not necessarily considered far right by any stretch. And so, you know, he has he has shown that he's still promoting kind of hate speech, but from different kind of ends of the spectrum. And so I think that this is not a an exclusive far right thing. I, I do think it is an exclusive hate speech thing. Right. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a topic of conversation. Yes, absolutely. We are not at the end of this. I imagine that there will be, you know, for everyone who gets booted off, there will be new people who take their place. So I'm sure we'll be having this conversation again at some point. Definitely. And so F8 was this week. Facebook made it really clear that privacy is a priority. How does this play into that? And do you think that the timing overlaps for a reason? I don't think that this is super specific to their privacy focus, although at the same time, I think what the privacy thing is going to do is make it harder to find these people and, and actually remove them, right? I mean, if a lot of the communication is happening in private groups or it's happening uh, in ways that the, the vast majority of Facebook users can't see, less of it is going to be reported. And so uh, I don't know if, if the things go hand in hand in this case, but I do think that it is the kind of thing where fast forward a year from now, 
if some of these figures who are promoting this kind of hate speech or this, this violent rhetoric, if they are doing so in private groups and not doing so quite as publicly, maybe they will be able to survive on the platform longer because they simply won't be you know, identified. So is Facebook essentially shooting itself in the foot with this then while increasing privacy settings? I don't think they're shooting themselves in the foot with this announcement. I do think that the move towards privacy is going to have a ton of uh, repercussions, right? And, and it's not just about, hey, maybe giving people some cover so that they can say uh, mean things or, or nasty things, but it's also, you know, encryption enables a whole lot of bad behaviors uh, that are untraceable. Encryption means basically that, that no one, including the company or the government, could you know, read my private messages to someone else. So in theory, Facebook could become a tool that people use for all kinds of, uh, you know, crimes or, or plots or whatever you want to kind of come up with in your brain. And so I do think that there are trade-offs when it comes to that level of privacy. And Facebook has, has clearly said that they're willing to make those. But uh, we will be talking a lot about them as, uh, you know, Facebook becomes a tool for that kind of thing. And do you think that this move will make people actually believe that Facebook is turning a corner, or does more need to be done? Uh, it's, it's tough to know how people are going to react. Again, I think there's the, 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 there's going to be two camps, generally. There's going to be the people who say this is a massive infringement of free speech, and there's going to be the people who say it's about time. And I, I think the vast majority of people will probably be more in the it's about time camp. Um, I think the important thing to remember is, like, Facebook is a private company that can create any rules that it wants around how its users should behave. It is not beholden to the same laws uh, that you know the United States is held to, for example. I mean, Facebook is a global service. It created its own rules and laws around how people should behave. And so I think that's kind of an important thing to think about is that you should not say, oh, Facebook is not aligning itself with U.S. law. You should say Facebook has created its own version of what it thinks the community should look like, and it's now enforcing that. Right. And I mean, going along with that, can we expect sort of Facebook to predict what kind of backlash they're going to see from this? I would be shocked if they weren't prepared for, uh, you know, people to to come out and, and crush them for doing something like this. I mean, I think it's it's also possible that there could be some kind of free speech lawsuit filed uh, by one of these people. I, I don't know. That's total speculation at this point, but it seems possible. Um, I'm sure there will be some politicians who also come out and say, hey, you know, Facebook needs to be held accountable if it's going to be infringing on free speech. So I do think there's going to be a trickle effect from this decision. Uh, I don't know exactly what way it's going to formulate, but um, I think those are are possible parts of it. Right. And just for context, can you give a little bit of a look into what some of the positions were that these people took that led them to getting banned from the platform? Uh, sure. I mean, this is a little bit blanketed, but, you know, Alex Jones has been accused of being Islamophobic. He's, uh, you know, he's peddled in conspiracy theories. I know that the big one is kind of how he's said repeatedly that the Sandy Hook shooting was a, a hoax um, or that it was staged. Uh, you know, I think um, a lot of this actually Facebook said is coming from the fact that the people at banned today have actually been promoting um, other people that Facebook had previously banned. So there was one guy, Gavin McGinnis. He's the founder of kind of this Proud Boys far-right group that's been associated with a lot of political violence. Uh, you know, Alex Jones, for example, had Gavin on his show. Um, so, you know, by kind of promoting someone who Facebook had already banned, also 
get some uh, Alex Jones in trouble. So it's it's ne- it's not clear, right? It's not just any one thing. It's it's a series of different uh, beliefs, messages, uh, and associations that Facebook is identifying and saying these are not the kind of people we want on our service. Right. And given the current political climate, do you think this move causes more controversy for Facebook, or will it alleviate criticism? I think in the short term it creates more controversy, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to, you know, as we talked about, I think there are going to be people getting upset. There may be a lawsuit. There may be uh, uh, politicians threatening Facebook in some way, shape, or form. I think in the long run this is the right move. I mean, the longer that these people were allowed to kind of create communities on Facebook, uh, the harder it's going to be to ultimately kick them off. And so um, I think it's it's already going to be tough, but I, I don't think it was going to get any easier by waiting. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. I know you have had a busy day. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Now turning to other news from today. House Democrats expressed their disappointment after Attorney General William Barr didn't show up for his second day on Capitol Hill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi took it one step further, accusing Barr of committing a crime. But what is deadly serious about it is the Attorney General of the United States of America was not telling the truth to the Congress of the United States. That's a crime. Hours after saying he was all in, Stephen Moore, Trump's selection for the Federal Reserve Board, has decided to withdraw. Israel marked Holocaust Remembrance Day today, commemorating the lives of the six million Jews who were killed in World War II. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and if you like listening to us, please head over to iTunes and write a review to let us know what you think. I'm Alexis Benvenisti. You can follow me on Twitter at APBenben, and you can get all of your latest TikTok updates 24-7 on Twitter.